0: Upcoming Marvel games just got Thanos snapped. The anticipated Marvel MMO by Daybreak Games is canceled, Uh, while a new fast-paced deck-building card game, Marvel Snap, has just been
1: announced. And we got what can only be described as a literal buttload of news from PlayStation. We'll talk about all this stuff and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. Gaming News Weekly is back with another week of huge video game news. We are the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we've got all the news that you need to know in the video game industry. My name is Erock The Red. I am joined by Full Clip. What's going on, buddy? How you been?
0: Pretty good, man. Ready to spill this tea. It's It's an interesting weekend news.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was, we were just talking about it before we started, there was, like, not much happening, and then there was this, you know, PlayStation call, and, like, just a bunch of stuff just kind of happened, like, last minute, and now I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you been playing anything? You know, nothing
0: new. I, I meant to play uh, Farm Simulator 22. I really, I really wanted to. to. Had it downloaded. I forgot that no, was our
1: homework, dude, oh, and yeah. I thought about it today, I was like, oh, I hope we didn't play it, because I didn't do my homework. Next oh, yeah. week. Next week. Yep,
0: I got it downloaded and everything. Just didn't get the time to play it. Uh, you got played a little than of the I classics. Did.
1: Yeah, I got, got a little Halo
0: in, got a little Long Winter in, little Minecraft in. Nice. You still enjoying the Long Winter? Yeah, a, it's pretty good. I think we've hit like end game though. Takes about really? twenty or thirty hours, it seems like to get there. But that probably depends on the server you play on. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. What did we do? I played a little um, Evil Dead. Played some more Evil Dead uh, with some friends. Uh, it's getting to be more and more enjoyable as we're, we're starting to understand what we need to do in the game um, yeah. and we, we got a full foursome that that is playing so um, it's a lot of fun um, what else I played some of that floppy nights game that came free in game pass yeah it was slow it wasn't it didn't grab me right away I still want I like the idea of it so I want to try to go back out and, and do some more of it but yeah, at first, I literally, I mean, it might have been me, but I fell asleep while I was playing it, too. I might have oh, been yeah. a little too tired, a little too inebriated, who knows. But, um, yeah, I played a little of that. And then, um, there's just always Smite being played at this house. The uh, You ever play Smite? I've seen it. I really thought about getting into it. That's the free-to-play yeah. one, right? It's a free-to-play MOBA um, with, with gods as as the heroes. And there's a ton of them. And it is a lot of fun. I mean, it's if you ever had any interest in it, I would definitely recommend checking it out. I mean, I think... Mm-hmm. We have, I think, when when I got the PlayStation Five and you could see it, your hours in a game. I think we were up to like thirty three hundred hours oh, in nice. that game. In this, so I played it for a, t- a long time, and then my wife is even more obsessed with it than, than I am, and she's constantly like spending money to get the skins in the game, dude. We've got a lot of money in this, mic. Oh yeah, um, there was a new battle pass, so we did a lot of that this week as well, but. Alright, well, we got a lot to talk about, so let's get this show on the road. Let's talk about our new releases from last week. Wait, actually, before we get into that, we just kind of mentioned, we got to pour one out, dude, for our homie from GTA Vice City, oh. one of the best movies ever made, Goodfellas, Ray Liotta, just passed away, dude. That one hurt. It hurt. He's a yeah, good man. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean there have been rumors of the next GTA being set in Vice City again. Oh, so, man. I really did I kind of wondered did this just throw a wrench into Rockstar's plans for the next GTA?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer, but um, you know, RIP Ray Liotta. All right, now we can officially talk about the game's. First up, Roller Champions came out on May 25th for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox XS, and PC. I played some of this yesterday, I did not mention it, I played some of it, um, I have opinions, so basically what it is, it's a it's a free-to-play, it's a 3v3 sports game, roller derby, plus you gotta throw a ball into a hoop mm-hmm. and all this stuff, did you, have you checked it out at all? I watched, watched some early over? access gameplay a little while back. Okay. So yeah, it's made by Ubisoft, Now I was like, okay, this could be cool, this could be the next Rocket League, and... It just didn't, like, grab me. It's, the, it's fun. It's fun to skate around. The mechanics are good. So, basically, you skate around this, this track, and after four, if you get around the, the thing once, you can then, your your goal is open, and then you can score it in there. The whole same time, people are, like, ch- checking you and uppercutting you, and, like, <laughs> it's really arcade-y. Um, it was fun, but I think, like, the, the learning curve is going to be, I think people are going to pick it up real fast, or if you play with, A team of three, you'll have much better odds than playing with randos. Because when I was playing with randos, now granted it's the first day it came out, but it was very frustrating. Mm -hmm. Like people are just like either taking the ball or like not good at passing it, and it was just it was frustrating. So um, I definitely can see some growth here. Worth checking out. I mean, it's free. Why not, right? Um, But that's that's my take on it.
0: Yeah, it looked really good, and I watched a review and prepped for everything today. Um, it seemed like the person had the same exact kind of kind of viewpoints that you did there. Said it was very very easy to sort of get the hang of, and their they their their basic thing was like a lot of the changes between these different stadiums are cosmetic only. And it doesn't seem to really affect the gameplay. So maybe in the future, if they can have, like, obstacles or or maybe a figure eight track or something crazy like that.
1: Yeah, figure eight would be awesome. But yeah, I guess maybe, like, once people pick up, like, the skating mechanic and how to, like, do that. I mean, people are going to be doing, like, because you could do tricks and stuff like that. Like, people are going to get good at this game. And it's going to happen fast, you know. All right, next, Sniper Elite 5 for... PS4, PS5, Xbox One, XS, PC. This came out on the 26th. It's a third-person tactical stealth sniper shooting game. Um, this is the fifth in the series, obviously, and it's um, getting great reviews. I was—I um, don't know if I was surprised. I mean, usually, I don't know. I don't know how these sniper games do, but it sounds pretty cool. So this one's based in on real-world locations during like the early 40s in, like, Nazi Germany and France and stuff like that. So, um, sounds cool. I mean, who doesn't like to shoot a Nazi in the dick, you know? Yeah. Like, you could do that in this game and see <laughs> with x-ray vision his dick just exploding yeah. into bits.
0: Exactly, that yeah. That great.
1: I um, mean, it's a, it's a
0: time-proven sort of concept for a game that people love. So, if you love the last ones, I bet those people are running to this one as well.
1: Yeah, I'm. am I'm gonna. I initially I wasn't. I had no desire to check it out, but now I'm gonna download it. So it's it's available on Game Pass, um, day one. So if you have Game Pass, you could check it out. But like the the amount of stuff that's in it, it's, they got fully customizable weapons. There's a co-op. Uh, mode or in the, the whole story is you can play about single player or co-op and then there's an invasion mode where like a third person jumps into the game and tries to they're like an enemy sniper and they try to kill you and then there's a survival mode where there's you play with four people and there's like waves of enemies and then there's a multiplayer with 16 players so gosh there's a lot of uh a lot of gameplay that's that's you know that's here so and I mean shoot nazis in the deck yeah i was right? gonna say
0: like i hope that the story mode goes into like an alternate reality where you get to snipe hitler or something like yes. that. yes
1: yeah those are always fun so yeah i'm gonna i'll check it out uh and i'll report back next week this and farming simulator that's my uh <laughs> my docket all right next up arcade spirits the new challengers Uh, This is also available on all the systems. Came out on May 27th. It's a sequel to the 2019 game Arcade Spirits. It's a dating relationship sim. Um, But this one we had to mention because it's set in the world of video games. And not just that. It's eSports, baby. You're out there. You're playing your sports. You're trying to get with uh, whatever guy or girl. You create your character to look however you want. You're playing oh, yeah. this one, right?
0: Uh, I don't know. As far as dating Sims, I'm waiting for uh, Left for Dead or whatever that was last last time.
1: The Dead by Daylight one. Yeah, Dead yeah. by Daylight dating stuff. Yeah, this one, I looked at like some of the the people in it or the you know the characters you could date. I'm not interested. I'm gonna pass. <laughs> no, just based on looks alone. Yep. Yep. But you didn't get to know them. That's that's a good point, point. and that's one of the the draws of this game. It's fully voice acted. Um, And, you know, you could grow to love some of these characters. But, Mm -hmm. no, I'm very uh, superficial and judgmental. Hit the road, Arcade Spirits, new challengers. Bring in the old challengers. Uh, You're swiping
0: left or right or whichever one it is to reject. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I mean, who am I to reject anybody, really? Send them all over. All right, and then Pac-Man Museum Plus for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. I mean, it's a shitload of Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pac-Man. What else can we say about it? Well, this one, the reason it stood out to me, I played a lot of
0: like Pac-Man, They're, they've released these games a million times, Dude, but so this many. one seems kind of interesting in that like, your hub to play different games yes. is an arcade, and it's yes. super highly themed, you've got a lot of customization you can do as you progress in these games and unlock like new decorations and new
1: props and things in your arcade. Yeah, that was the best feature to me, for sure, like I, I want a cool arcade. And also, I was really obsessed with, when it came out, it was Pac-Man, Challengers... Or some cha- no pac-man championship edition DX where it was like d- like super bright flashing lights and got real fast it like <laughs> made my mind bleed but I got really into that for a while that one's not on here super channel super or uh, pac-man championship is um, as well as you know pac-mania super pac-man pac in time oh, yeah. all the classics total of 14 games you could get your pac-man on all right that's it for our new releases from last week. Let's talk about our news of the week. Lots of PlayStation news. So, the president of PlayStation, Jim Ryan had a like a business meeting basically and there he dropped like just so much information on us it was really really exciting um first up let's talk about how sony expects half of its annual releases to be on pc and mobile by 2025 so um this is pretty cool we're seeing how they're i mean we're, we're seeing trends go that way obviously it's pc um and now more so to mobile Now, this has a lot to do with them saying that they're going to be creating more live service games and games like that, you know, that are constantly evolving. So, yeah, 2025 half going to PC and mobile. That's pretty exciting. So I do have I have some quotes from Jim Ryan uh, from this thing today. He says PlayStation Studios historically has executed wonderfully in the delivery of a strong portfolio of narrative rich, graphically beautiful single player games but it's certainly the case that we have restricted ourselves to a rather narrow portion of the gaming market by expanding to PC and mobile. And it must be said also to live services. We have the opportunity to move from a situation of being present in a very narrow segment of the overall gaming software market to being present pretty much everywhere. I think if we do this right, if we execute with intelligence and we execute with excellence, the opportunities for significant growth in the, In the number of people who play our games, the number of people who enjoy our games, and the number of people who spend money on our games is exponentially a large one. I would say, for example, if we are successful in making a portion of the 12 live service games that we have in development in PlayStation Studios, if only a portion of those enjoy critical and commercial success, then the impact of that over time will be completely transformational to our business structure. So, (laughs) I've got some thoughts on that one. Tell me them. Okay,
0: he says, for example, yeah, if only a portion of those 12 live services, if only a handful of them achieve, uh, what was it, critical and commercial success, Mm -hmm. it's been a recurring theme, and it's going to be a recurring theme, that the gaming market is saturated already. There's too much crap out there, and all this signals to me is that he plans to shovel crap at us. Uh, sort of, I mean, taking the crypto approach of cast a wide net, and maybe yeah. you'll get one like really good return out of that. Yeah. So that that doesn't sound like a positive thing, and I don't know about PlayStation uh, transitioning their business structure into shoveling crap and hoping something sticks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that. So part of this other, the other stuff that we're going to talk about regarding PlayStation is their, um, how they've always been so proud of their first, um, you know, their their first party games, their IPs, and the stories that they're telling within these, these games. So I'm hoping, now I totally get what you're saying, but I'm hoping that they are going to put the passion that they have in creating stuff like, you know, God of War and The Last of Us into these live service games. Now, what that is, I have no idea. And if yeah if the current market is any trend like you're right man saturation is is a definite thing so but, you know yeah. i don't know i don't know how much room there is for these for these games yeah. just seems like you know if you're talking critical and commercial
0: success that should be your goal with every single game you produce and if it means producing less but, I mean, maybe maybe it's just a sign of the market because it is so saturated. You do have to have 12 games and hope that a handful of them see any success. Because just, I mean, it's not like it was back in the day where, like, you had five games release on a system yeah. in, you know, a quarter.
1: Yeah. But what is the bar, I guess, for this critical commercial success, you know? What what signifies success to them? Is it, you know, the money, the, you know, I I don't know. Like, but, uh, um, I mean, obviously... commercial success we know that's the money but like how much money you know are they expecting millions of dollars and i feel like some of the shittier games that are out there in the free-to-play market or in the mobile market are pretty successful still i mean i I, depending like i mean look at games like genshin impact which is probably making i have no idea how much money but that game is everywhere There's a new Nino Cooney game that just came out. I saw for mobile that um, I I hear is doing great too. So like, there's so many like just random things out there. So if they could like, I don't know, use one of their existing IPs or you know, I don't know, it's possible. Yeah. Um. So yeah. In addition to that, uh, he also said there's two new unannounced live service games coming out this fiscal year. Um. So who knows? He already he said it's not Destiny. Um. So, you know, that we have that to look forward to. Um, and as far as um, mobile games, so he, he did say, we've been thinking about how players enjoy our content and have had, some, have had some early success with experimenting with mobile games and apps to provide more choice to gamers. Mobile is just one of the areas we are exploring to reach millions of gamers beyond our platform. PlayStation is a huge catalog of diverse first-party IP that can transition to smartphone gaming and complement our AAA games or live service games. We are exploring the mobile market with some wonderful PlayStation franchises, so please stay tuned. So, you know, we'll see what that means, if there's, you know, what specific IP they're talking about. It's just like a God of War uh, Endless Runner. <laughs> right, yeah.
0: Um. yeah, why not? Uh, yeah. Some of those, uh, yeah, the runs that you were doing on uh, the Exactly.
1: Apps. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I see. Just, uh, you know, sashaying his, his little god booty. <laughs> um, some other things. They talked about how new IPs will continue to be a focus. So, um, During its current fiscal year, Sony, PlayStation, uh, 34% is being invested in new IP and 66% in established properties. So now, um, Jim Ryan said that by fiscal year 2025, the company plans the split to be 50-50. So they really want to focus on their IPs. And um, he basically says, he says... New IP is the lifeblood of all entertainment and SIE is significantly increasing the amount that it is spending in this space. Uh, from less than a quarter of the total spend in fiscal year 2019, we'll augment the proportion invested to 50% of basically what I just said. So um, yeah, they, they, by the second half of, uh it says investment that they anticipate will yield significant returns in the second half of this decade. So um, again, they're they're really they're proud of their IPs and they're gonna continue to build new IPs. Like I yeah. mean it makes sense, dude. Like Sounds they good. make some good games. Ratchet and Clank quality. The yeah. infamous games is one of some of my favorite games. Like and then, you know, um, and now you got Bungie coming into the fold and like just the Uncharted, the last dude. Yeah. We talked yeah, about they, it. PlayStation, they make good. They make good games. Story. Yeah, because you know?
0: it's not just like it's not that you do something with your existing IP. It's what you do with it that keeps fans and wins fans over, and they do a pretty
1: good job. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, some more things he talked about. Um, they have big plans for PlayStation VR two. There's going to be. 20 games available at launch he says right now is there is a considerable amount of money being spent on partnerships with independent and other third party developers to secure a considerable pipeline of attractive VR content at the launch of PlayStation VR 2 so um, very cool if, you, if you're a VR guy plan on getting one of those I wasn't planning on it but the more I hear about how much they're spending on it, how quality AAA titles come into PlayStation VR 2, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to get one. <laughs> I know it. Um, what else? He, he also said how he expects PlayStation 5 to outsell PlayStation 4 by 2025 as they are now ramping up production slowly. We're getting back. Uh, the supply chain issues are kind of, you know, uh, sorting themselves out very slowly. Chip issues, that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, they're they're planning to increase the production, and, um, you know, we'll see. Hopefully they they, they can maintain the, the output because, um, yeah, they struggled, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, one little snippet from some articles I was reading. Um, he kind of came out and said that, The metaverse idea, the whole metaverse idea right now didn't really mean much for their plans in the future, Yeah, which is probably a good thing, because as we were talking a little bit before the show, uh, NFTs, we don't even know if we should cover things with that, because uh, it's just like, is it a fad? Is it going to stick around? And it seems like it's on the way out. I don't know if the metaverse thing has long-term legs here to run on. Yeah, it's already,
1: like, in the same, uh, today I also read something about how, um, The Metaverse, uh, the Facebook one that they has planned is like really, really struggling. So, um, yeah, I mean, those are, it's it's not, it doesn't speak well for this idea. Uh, But yeah, and then uh, a few other things. He he said uh, that there's been extremely positive reaction to the new PlayStation Plus rollout. Um, So that's good. And then lastly, he talked about some new TV shows that they're going to be, making here really you know diversifying so there's a horizon show going to netflix god of war was picked up by amazon and then a gran turismo series uh we don't know where that one's going so those join the previously announced uh, last of us for, for hbo twisted metal going to peacock and then ghosts of tsushima uh, also sometime in the near future but um yeah i'm excited which yeah. one of those are you most excited for
0: twisted metal would be cool but it's like man does everything have to be on its own
1: streaming yeah platform? I'm, i what even is twisted metal gonna be that's like i think i'm most excited for that one because like what like what is yeah. it is it gonna be you like, got a lot of good characters and lore in the yeah. old games oh great stuff yeah 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 that one's um yeah i definitely i gotta know is, is it gonna be like um Like a Mortal Kombat, like the first Mortal Kombat movie where everybody like meets for this like (laughs) tournament and it's like this weird death match thing. I don't know. Who knows? No one does. But yeah, that's going to be good. And then The Last of Us has got to be good, you know, at HBO. It's got the show, you know, quality showrunners and and the people behind the video game doing it. Easy peasy. All right.
0: right. Not much known about Gran Turismo at this point because there are like no characters in
1: the game. (laughs) No. I I mean, what is it going to be? Just cars driving? (laughs) Fast and Furious Part Twenty, probably. Yeah, yeah, that one was a, a weird one to me. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what what that one's gonna be. Who knows? Next up, in a video game industry, first, Raven Software has become the first major video game studio to unionize. So now this is, um, it's it's. Not as grand as it sounds. There's only 21 people as part of this, um, thing, but they're, they're QA testers and they just voted 19 to three, uh, in favor of a union. So, uh, very cool. This is gonna, I mean, we've been talking a lot about unions with, um, you know, Activision and I mean, so Raven is part of Activision. Uh, we should mention that. So, um, but yeah, there's been a lot of talk about unions in the industry. A lot of industries, uh, it seems, more and more. And um, they're the first. Exciting times.
0: Yeah. And this, is, uh, this is coming off news that we've talked about in the past. Like, uh, there, were, there were Ravensoft employees, I believe, or, or somewhere under Activision, under that umbrella of QA testers who were talking about unionizing. Uh, because a lot of people were just going to get the boot from the company. Um, they were mm-hmm. temporary contracts or something like that, but they were fighting for uh, permanent positions. And Activision Blizzard or Raven, whichever one calls the shots there, said, "Okay, we're going to make you uh, full time or like three thousand positions or something like that yeah. uh, with the company. But if you were one of the people who were uh, trying to unionize, you, we can't give it to you. Sorry, because yeah. uh, we would it would look like we we're paying for paying you off or something like that, yeah. not to unionize."
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it, the whole thing's been, been crazy. I mean, and so, this happened, and Phil Spencer has already stated he will support, um, he will support the union. Uh, he said, once the deal closes, we would absolutely support uh, an employee's organization that's in place. We think it is a right of employees, and something that can be a part of a relationship between a company and people who work at the company, so, um... It's great. They got the support of the, the boss man. And, uh, you know, hopefully this bodes well for other um, divisions. I mean, even within Activision. So, it's funny. So, also at the same time, uh, we should mention that uh, Activision Blizzard has been busted for illegally threatening its staff over um, discussions about unionizing on their uh, internal Slack channels. So, um, they are being uh, investigated with the National Labor Relations Board. Um, someone had filed a complaint there. So, <sighs> who knows? <man. laughs> we got Phil the- Spencer supporting it, and then other news threatening firing and stuff like that. So, yeah, basically know. another day more shady things going down at Activision Blizzard for real. They can't like, I don't know. They they just can't pull it together. I don't know, I don't, I, doesn't, yeah. I'm, I'm becoming more and more, spec you know, I, I, I don't expect this deal to even, to go through anymore, there's, oh, not, the acquisition, the, yeah, the, the Microsoft, um, Activision Blizzard one, like, yeah, I don't know, man, the more I hear about these lawsuits and stuff, now, granted, I don't know what any of that means, but, like, Dude, it sounds like uh, there's some hurdles before this actually takes place. Yeah. I think it'll happen with the money that
0: Microsoft has. They'll make it happen one way or the other.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, more Activision news. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. We got a little, little teaser trailer thing. And the release date was revealed October 28th. Is the release date? So it's. Um, what else we? in that little trailer thing? They showed some of the characters. You know, you got a uh, ghost and uh, other people. So <laughs> yeah. it's exciting. Were you hyped? Um, I think so. I skipped the last one. I know you're really into it. Uh, what, which one is it? The uh, uh, Vanguard's the newest. Vanguard. Yeah, um, and that's usually how I do it. But especially like Modern Warfare Two, we talked about it, dude, was like the mm-hmm. one that got was one of the ones that really got me into the into the series. So, yeah. I'm I'm excited for for that, and uh, yeah, hopefully it's good, man.
0: Oh yeah, a lot of expectations on this one, especially bearing that Modern Warfare Two name, yeah. The original Modern Warfare Two, which you know why why are we going back through these? As it's if, weird. It's yeah. weird. Uh, the original is a lot of people's like all time penultimate uh, Call of Duty title, so yeah, people want to see justice done with this name.
1: Yeah, why are they going bad? I mean, there's ten, there's ten Fast and the Furious movies. They're doing it. If they can do it, Call of Duty can oh, do yeah. it. Just yeah, on. it's it's kind of like uh, coming out with another too
0: fast, too furious for exactly. 2020. Like why?
1: Yeah, like let's just do Fast Five again, but like cooler. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for more. October 28th, you know, it's it's not far away. So um, it's very exciting. Next up, Microsoft has confirmed they are working on a cloud streaming device. Uh, we've talked about it before. They've never really come right out and said it, but there's been speculation. They've, they've talked about how they would like to um, have the ability to just play Game Pass, like, right through your television or right through your, uh, you know, a set-top box or whatever. But now we have confirmation. Uh, It's called Project Keystone, Um, and... This is what they say. Our vision for Xbox Cloud Gaming is unwavering. Our goal is to enable people to play the games they want on the devices they want, anywhere they want. As announced last year, we've been working on a game streaming device, codenamed Keystone, that could be connected to any TV or monitor without the need for a console. So, really cool idea. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't sound like it's coming out anytime soon. So, another thing they said was... Um, they have decided to pivot away from its current iteration of Project Keystone mm-hmm. and will take its learnings and refocus its efforts on a new approach that will allow it to deliver Xbox Cloud Gaming to more players around the world. So, in the same article, we get the announcement of Project Keystone and how they're throwing it in the garbage <laughs> and starting over again. Yeah.
0: That's so, exactly what I was going to bring up about this because that's exact same reaction. Yeah. yeah
1: um... Yeah, I mean it's a great idea, and like we're seeing it more. We got the the Stadia and the Amazon Luna. So, I mean, Microsoft, with all their prowess and money, they could figure it out, right? I mean, how hard could it be?
0: You'd hope. I mean, people try to do like a lot of things on the the streaming devices like that with the cloud, but I, I just don't know. I know with like a Amazon Fire Stick or Fire TV, you can run like mobile games, mm-hmm. but that is Still a far cry from, like, a cloud-streamed Xbox One game.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And you're not playing, like, Forza Horizon or whatever on it, you know. So, um, but I think, like, so I had previously had, like, a dongle thing that you could plug. It wasn't a dongle. Maybe it was, like, an Amazon FireWay. But you could plug an Ethernet cable right into it. So, like, that would be cool. You don't have to worry so much about, you know the cloud and, and, and that sort of thing, that would be nice. Like, that was always my issue playing the games yeah. over the cloud is that sometimes I would have patches where, like, I wasn't getting a great signal. So if you could, you know, not not like everybody has an Ethernet cable right not right near their television, but you yeah. should. Well, you currently cloud game. Is it doing, like, better now than it was before? It is. I noticed lag less, although I did just recently try to play those Forza uh, Horizon W- whatever but. and yeah and it it wouldn't it was unplayable like completely which uh. prior to that like months well like when it first came out i was playing it on my phone and it was working just fine so hmm. i don't know it definitely there's ups and downs but um yeah yeah it's uh i mean it's getting more and more prevalent we'll see more of it uh hopefully hopefully soon all right next up marvel fans I know it's not, you're, you're not like a Marvel, you know, diehard guy, but I mean, we got good news and we got bad news. What, do you, what should we do first? What do you want first? The good news or the bad news? Mm, let's rip it off like a band aid with the bad news and then get into the good stuff. All right, so the bad news is uh, the Marvel MMO that was announced from the publisher of DC Universe Online um, has been canceled six months after it was announced with no. Screenshots No information No nothing It's done They, uh, they said they um, Are reevaluating the development Risk profile The size of the investment And the long term product portfolio strategy For the group um, Basically they just said The game uh, would be too expensive And unable to guarantee a certain amount of money In return So
0: you yeah, know, I didn't dive back into the archives, but is this the one we talked about? And it was sort of exciting because they did uh, Lord of the Rings online and also yeah. DC Universe online.
1: I think so. I mean, like, I know we had talked about one that was that. And I meant to look as well because we did talk about Jack Emmert recently, the guy that was behind these. Um, and I can't think of any other game it might have been. There's are just a lot of, like, Marvel and, and Lord of the Rings and
0: DC properties out there spread amongst these different developers it's It's hard to keep up with
1: i'll tell you what though there has never been a a marvel uh, mmorpg and i was very much looking forward to this one because i did play the dcu um online when it first came out i played that for a little while but like you know it's dc they're fine but I'm i'm a marvel comics guy so i was really excited for that so it's a bummer but you know what are you going to do? They're, they're going to invest the money into their uh, Lord of the Rings and DC Universe and make them better. So, um, Next, so the good news. There has been another Marvel game announced. Now, um, last episode, remember I mentioned there was a, a Marvel game that was announced that I completely forgot about. It. I was like, I know they're making a mobile game. This is that game. I looked at hmm. it right after we recorded last week. It's called Marvel Snap. And it is a, um, it's a free-to-play uh, collectible card game from uh, Ben Brody, the former director of Hearthstone. Now, if you're not familiar with Hearthstone, you're crazy. It's like the greatest, uh, biggest trading card game uh, out there. And this one looks amazing. This has taken over my, the spot for my most look-forward-to game right now. I'm telling you. Like, as soon oh, as yeah. this comes out, my productivity... Out the way I'm not doing any work not doing anything um, so w- what it's gonna be it's gonna be um, a fast-paced card game where um, each game should only last like three minutes both players are playing their turns concurrently you got 12 cards in your deck um, the game is going to start um, when it first comes out 150 different uh, Marvel heroes and villains a whole bunch of different cards there's gonna be variants um, And basically, yeah, you're playing these cards, you're doing moves, you gotta win the game. It looks awesome. I'm super Mm -hmm. I'm super psyched for it. There is a full like six minute video. Um, so if you want any more information, go watch that video. It looks really, really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm hyped because I loved the you know, I loved Hearthstone before it got like pay to win. Um and um yeah, I've just been waiting for a game to play on my phone.
0: Yes. Yeah, so. This looks really good. Um, I've been thinking about trying to sign up for the
1: Android beta that's coming up. You should, dude. I'm so jealous. Like, um, yeah, Android is definitely uh, you know. There's no no nothing announced for iPhone as far as any betas or anything like that. So if you do, I want to hear all about it because yeah, I'm like oh yeah. I actually went and I downloaded like the one mobile game that I always go back to is um, the Marvel. Puzzle Quest. it's like the match three game where you you, you know you got your you like battling. You ever play those games, pu- Puzzle Quests or anything? Yeah, don't think so. They're great. Um, they're real. I mean, they're they're match threes, but like the corresponding colors that you match charge up powers that you have. Like so, mm-hmm. if you have Iron Man, you have red, yellow, and whatever powers. And so if you get all, a whole bunch of red, it's it's great. It's a lot of fun. So I downloaded that to tide me over until <laughs> uh, until Marvel Snap comes out, which we don't have an official announcement on the date, but it says 2022, sometime. So, keep an eye out. It's going to be great. All right. That's it for our news. You got anything? Did we miss anything? I don't think so. All right. It's a marathon run. It was, yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel winded. Next up, our brand new content creator of the week. This week, we would like to recognize Overreactionary for his content that he's putting out there. Now, specifically with him, like we've been able to see this really impressive growth from like, I mean, you just scroll through his page and it's like initially it was just like clips, no thumbnails, nothing. And then you scroll up and you like, there's these better thumbnails. And now his dude's putting out some really great thumbnails. And the content is fantastic. So he mostly plays Apex Legends, um, but in it he's got tips, he's got clips, and he's got nips. Well, I don't, I don't know about the nips part, but the tips and the clips are definitely there. Um, You know, we've got he's doing the voice chat now, and um, you know, it's all there. He's got a really cool intro thing that you know it's much faster than the old one. The old one was really cool. This one, I like better.
0: Yeah, so overreactionary, you can always catch him around Juice. And uh, that's, you know, it's an underrated quality. People who are really, like, into the site. People who are uh, very interactive on the site. So if you want to go talk to overreactionary, you actually can, which is pretty cool. But yeah, uh, from what little we've talked in Juice, I know that he's uh, going for partner. I think he'll make it, you know, because he's uh, really putting in the effort. Putting in the time with all of his videos. He's giving people Apex Legends tips and tricks, which is, uh, I'm nips. sure. Yeah, and nips.
1: Yeah, greatly appreciated, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for him. He definitely is. I mean, you know, we we don't spend as much time in juice as we, as we used to. Remember? It was all day, every day. Oh, yeah. It's in there, just. Oh, uh, well, if they bring back quizzes. Just make it fun of Verified. <laughs> Classic. Um. All right. Yes. So definitely go check out, um, and go check out Fruit Lab. If you don't know what the hell we're talking about, it's about Jews and verified and nips. Go check out Fruit Lab. It's an amazing website, and uh, you'll find all these great creators, and you can earn money for watching video game stuff. What? What? Um, but yes, go check out Overreactionary on Fruit Lab. He's also got a YouTube channel, so you could check him out there. Um, but yeah. He's got, he's got, tips nips. Mm-hmm. Thanks, overreactionary. Keep doing and a what lot you're of doing. pips and pips. That's what I should have put in there. But yes, um, I will link his his page in the show notes. So go there, follow him, and uh, you know, tell t- tell him tell him things. Tell him G and W sent you. Exactly. All right, that is it. We 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 sprinted through it. We made it to the to the finish line. Record time. And, um, yeah, you got anything else that you, you want to talk about?
0: Not this week.
1: All right. Well, let's Keep f- it all let's, private. Let's finish Let's finish it up. My name is E-Rog the Red. This guy is Full Clip. Find us on Fruit Lab. Um, you can also find him on Twitch. Um, not showing nips, but probably playing some games. Uh, full Clip underscore FL. Um, I am on YouTube as well. Pop Culture Playground is my thing there. You can find this show, uh, a bunch of other shows, and garbage there and then we Gaming News Weekly is now on TikTok so please go check us out on TikTok lots of clips tons of nips and um, yeah that's all I got so let's close it up we will see you next week with more Gaming News Weekly